Welcome to the Sobity Chat Podcast. If you are new and welcome back if you are a regular and a part of the fam, my name is Fatima and the Sobity Chat is a self-care community and podcast designed to empower women through faith-infused resources, mental health support, coaching, and wellness events. So before we dive in, let's chat about a few ways that you can support the show. The first way is by subscribing wherever you are listening. The second way is to share with a friend. If you think that this episode or this show will provide value to their lives, please go ahead and drop them that link. The third way is to rate and review via iTunes or wherever you're listening, but iTunes is probably the most primary source where my listeners come from. So make sure you head over there and leave a comment about why you like the show and leave a rating. And then finally is by submitting your questions via email, which is soulbdchat at gmail.com. My personal Instagram, Fatima underscore Farmer, or by sending a voice message right here on Anchor if that's where you're listening. So, without further ado, let's get into today's show. So, I hope you are excited to hear this episode. I'm going to be interviewing or having a conversation with three of my closest friends who are all creatives and passionate about wellness. And we're going to be sharing what it looks like to navigate the waiting season. Um, We were inspired to create this episode based upon the first episode we did together, which was called Self Mastery. And I have that linked in the description box if you would like to check it out. But we wanted to follow up on that conversation and share where we are currently in our journeys and on our faith walks. So um, one other thing I want to mention is that on August the 25th, of 2019. That is a Sunday. I'm going to be hosting a free virtual meetup for the Soul Beauty Chat community members. So if you would like to join that, just make sure you are a part of the Facebook fan. The link is in the description box. And I'm going to be teaching five ways to prepare for God's will. It's going to be a virtual meetup. So you'll be able to chat with some of the other ladies in the community. Um, But it's going to be a great chance for us to all come together, share our journeys, and also for you to walk away with some practical tips Like I shared in this episode, as you're about to hear, I am in a waiting season and it is stretching my faith. And I want to share a lot of the tips and things that I have learned that has really helped me to prepare for the season that I'm going into next. So if you're interested in that, like I said, the information will be down below and that's going to be on August the 25th, 2019. And that is a Sunday. So all the information about the time and all of that will be in the Facebook community. So make sure you go ahead and join that group if you are not already a member. All right, let's get into this episode. So hopefully this is something you can relate to and something you'll enjoy. Um, So before we dive into the conversation, I would love for my guests to introduce themselves. Uh, Let's start with Erica. Hi guys, I am Erica Appleby and I am a fashion designer and all-around creative and a lover of wellness. And who else do we have online? <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to call names. Um, okay. That was, that was a cue to jump. <laughs> oh, okay. Guess I'll jump. Um, <laughs> hi, everybody. <laughs> Uh, I'm Cecily. I am the body beautician. I am a 
massage therapist and esthetician and I have also dabbled in hairstyling. Um, mm-hmm. My passion is just making women feel beautiful and helping them to embrace their natural divine beauty. Hi, I'm Chesney. Um, I'm an artist, actor, writer, and my passion is just storytelling and creating things that, you know, invoke conversation amongst society. So. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining me today. Um, so we often have these conversations like in our group chats where we just randomly start going off about a topic. <laughs> the topic <laughs> resonating for all of us is definitely the waiting season um, preparation and deal. So would anyone like to share um, something that they're currently going through that has um, caused them to realize that this is a season of preparation or waiting? Who wants to start? <laughs> <laughs> While you're talking, why don't you start? <laughs> um, well, I don't even know where to begin. I feel like I was kind of saying. <laughs> so like this, <laughs> this conversation is, is interesting because I feel like, and I don't know if anybody else agrees, but I kind of feel like I was thrown into a waiting period. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to consciously be like, you know what, I'm going to wait. I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to do this, this, that, and the third. And then it's another thing to be, thrown into like a whirlwind of things and then you notice that nothing's happening Mm -hmm. and you're kind of like okay I would like to do something what am I supposed to do right and so like that's where I'm finding myself at is just kind of being in that moment of like I'm twiddling my fingers and I'm like okay god (laughs) this is not I don't know (laughs) I'm confused Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I definitely, um, I relate. I didn't intentionally embark on this waiting period. (laughs) Um, I think the tricky part of figuring out where to start is the fact that um, it's like, I'm still very much in, like deep into this waiting period where that I've been thrown into so it was like I found myself in this waiting season because I kept trying to force things and do things and Mm -hmm. God was just like girl you need to have several seats (laughs) right and just (laughs) relax like I got this um so I'm also in that space of just waiting to hear instruction from God and waiting um to like start making moves which can be very um it can make me like very anxious so that's just Mm -hmm. that's where i'm at what about you erica did you have any thoughts uh for me i feel like because we've we spoke about this before but i feel like for me um I'm in the stage of preparation, but also in the stage of clarity where mm. 
a lot of things that were happening to me prior are now becoming clear, uh, clear and certain people or certain situations are no longer resonating. And so now I am um, learning from my past mistakes and making sure to then uh, almost like over prepare for what is coming or just getting back in tuned with my relationship with God and the universe to make sure that when whatever is coming, I am like fully prepared for whatever it is, whether it goes left or right. So I think that's, that's more along the lines of where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, um, I like that you mentioned that because I feel like a lot of times when I'm talking to people and I tell them that like I'm in this waiting season, they think that I'm literally like just sitting on my hands. Yeah. But it's like you have to, it's still being active because um, you're still basically preparing for like whatever is to come. So I like that you mentioned that. Yeah. That actually leads me to um, the next thing that I want to talk about is like, embracing this season right like once you realize okay god is really telling me to just chill out and to just be in this this season that i'm in how do you Mm -hmm. embrace that time and make the most of it Mm. i um so I realized that a lot of the times when I'm thrown into these waiting seasons, um, nine times out of 10, it's because I drifted too far away from my connection with God. Um, I'm like too far off track. So for him (laughs) to get me back where I need to be, it's like, I have to, I have to wait. Like I have to realign. So in my waiting seasons, I've, um, like I can see the cycle of me having to get back in alignment with God. So I spend a lot of my waiting season just reconnecting with God, reconnecting with nature, um, reconnecting with me, like the inner me, um, and not paying so much attention to what's going on in the exterior. Um, oh my gosh, so that's a yes. lot of what my waiting seasons tend to look like. (laughs) Also, before you guys jump in, so it's funny that you brought that up because the question I had before this was what led you here? Like what led you to this Mm. season? And I think you actually touched on that. So I'm gonna update Mm. the question and ask Mm. what led you here and then how do you embrace that time now that you are in the season for Chesney and Erica to chime in on? Lord. think it's the same like honestly I feel the exact same way we just like I said we just talked about it and I feel the exact same way it's like either you realize there's a there are patterns in your life and you're noticing what they're what effect they have on you and you're learning from them and then you're seeking clarity and then that comes a preparation of the new stage or for me sometimes these levels of preparation come in where I'm like um almost like mentally exhausted from a series of yes. things that has happened over time and then I just like kind of plateaued to the point where it's like I can't 
think or be creative about anything else. And so then I get into that series of getting back into alignment, trying to go back to my affirmations and the practices that I did before, either journaling or mirror exercises or breathing techniques. Like it's almost like I go through a series of different things that stretch me. And then I have to realign with who my who I am and then start to prepare for whatever the next phase. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. Um, I totally agree with both Erica and Cecily, but for me, like I'm that it's a that it's a pattern. So I'm just now noticing that um Anytime I'm going through those chaotic moments or those moments where I feel um, I don't have much clarity or I'm confused or nothing seems to be happening externally, it's usually because, like Cecily said, like I've drifted too far from my spiritual practices and my relationship with God. And so I'm noticing that that is what I need to do every time I come to those moments because um, I'm also accepting that that's normal. And that God, you know, expects you to drift away yes. sometimes. And so I'm also practicing being gentle with myself and not beating myself up for that. Mm -hmm. um, so some of the things that I've gotten back into is like um, meditating and journaling. I journaled last night. That was amazing. Um, spending more time in nature, like Cecily said. And um, also practicing daily affirmations, mirror work. Um, like Erica said, but yeah. Yeah, I think I actually love that you talked about um, how God expects us to kind of drift mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, yeah. As you, as you all were talking, like I'm doing like a, a scan of my life and it's, I think those were all some of the same signs and um, things that were showing up for me that were saying like, you need to kind of slow down. And I, I see the waiting and, and the preparation season almost as hand in hand, right? It's like you're mm -hmm. kind of dragged into a season where you feel like you can't do, you can't take action. And then in that time, it's like the only instruction that you're usually given is instruction from God to spend more time with him to get back into alignment. Um, because like Erica said, like you start to feel that overwhelm or even you start to self-sabotage or you just start mm -hmm. to drift from like mm -hmm. what you know to be true, you know? And then it's like, like you mentioned, noticing those patterns and then mm -hmm. vision once you're being put into that spot of, okay, I feel like I'm being called to just like wait and to just like be still now what do I do with this time? Um, you, we could distract ourselves. And I think sometimes we probably do. Like, I know I'm guilty of it. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this today. So <laughs> I'm watch Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> watch the whole, like, 10 seasons. <laughs> um, yes. But it's so funny because I feel like God literally is just, like, waiting, like, okay, are you done? Because I'm still here and you need right. to prepare. You still have to get ready for what's next. So when you're yeah. done, just hit me up because. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, something else that I wanted to mention was, and I think I said this to you and Cecily, but um, 
I noticed that a few months before I entered into this waiting preparation stage, I prayed for God to allow me to remain humble in the process mm -hmm. of, of success. I was like, you know, if my dreams and my passions are what you truly have in store for me, I just pray that you keep me humble through, throughout the journey and within the destination. And um, I was like, I feel like this is my, like my prayer. And God mm -hmm. is like, okay, it's time for you to do the work. Like you, you want to remain close to me and you want to uh, maintain, you know, this relationship with me when you get to stage whatever. And so this is what we need to go through. We need to create our bonding time. Yes, I totally agree with that. Um, and it is a very, very humbling thing to have to go through because mm -hmm. I don't know, like, if you guys relate to this, but my waiting seasons are usually after a time where I feel like my success is taking off. Yes. So it's like all things will be like <laughs> going so well, like financially, mentally, relationship wise, like everything, everything is just flourishing. And it's like, right after like I just I end up back in a space of like waiting um and not that it's a bad thing because that is always definitely one of my same prayers is to remain humbled um throughout my success and to allow God's light to shine through me yes. so it's like I um I noticed that pattern as well of just being so full of like watching everything flourish that I forget that it wasn't me that did all of those things. Like it was God that did it through me. Absolutely. So it's a beautiful reminder to be in this waiting period. This reminds me of a conversation that I had um, with both Erica and Cecily recently about how like I had gotten to a point where um, I don't think I realized that I needed to be humbled, but now that I'm, that I'm in this waiting season, I'm able to look back on it and see that, but I had legit gotten to a point where like God was just the homie. Like I wasn't depending on God. I wasn't going to God for everything I needed because I had everything I needed. Like I would literally wake up every day and I was mm. so grateful. I would just be like, thank you God so much for just like all of these things that I once prayed for and now I have an abundance of. But because of that, I didn't have any dependence on God. I was just like, I talked to God to say thank you. And I went about my day. You know, maybe mm -hmm. I'm praying for other wow. people, but I went about my day. It wasn't a true dependence. It wasn't a, I need this relationship and I need God to survive. It just felt like, it was just like a check-in, you know? And I think yeah. that for me is what I can say, what I feel like is part of what led me here. Um, and I don't see that as like a punishment thing, right? Like, I don't see that as a punishment. I see it as like, mm -hmm. it's a part of the journey. And I think mm -hmm. that in order to, in, because regardless of the waiting period that I'm in now, that doesn't change the fact that what I know to be true, what I know that God has assured me is going to happen through me, right? That doesn't, mm -hmm. like, I'm, that doesn't make me say, oh, because this happened, like, 
I'm going to be punished and I'm not going to have like the success or the things that I see for myself. I see it as like, this is similar to what Chesney described. It's like, I'm going to take you there, but I'm going to take you there with the mindset that like, this has nothing to do with you. And like, it wasn't mm-hmm. in your own will in that one of my prayers for the longest has always been like, um, like to God be the glory. Like I want God to get the glory, but in order for God to get the glory, I have to realize in every single thing that I do, no matter how big or how small that like, it's not my doing. And I think sometimes when things are going really well, we tend to forget that, you know, we tend to forget that like, um, yeah we we before we got to that point we literally were depending on god like but it's like once we get there it's like we quickly forget and it just becomes like it just becomes like we're just living in that success or we're living in that joy or that happiness and it's like i remember one time um my older sister who i also interviewed on the podcast go back and listen to that episode if you haven't her name is wakia um she told me one time to write a list of all the reasons why you love god and wow. use that list as a reminder in times where you feel distant from God, in times where you're feeling ungrateful, in times where maybe you're going through a tough season. Um, you can literally use it for anything, but just write all of the things that God has saved you from, all of the times that God protected you, all of the times that um, you felt stuck and you got clarity. And that list keeps you humble. <laughs> Having a list like that, mm. where you go back and reflect on it, that is a, a practice for me that I have been doing on a regular basis to remind myself of like, one, this waiting season is not going to be forever, but also like, think of all of the things that God has gotten you through in the past. It's like, this is a reminder, you know? Um, but yeah, sure. that's, that's just something that came to mind as you guys were talking. Oh, I'm actually going to try that. <laughs> yeah. Guys, what I found interesting is that a part of my my waiting and preparation season has really been about refocusing and gaining rest because yeah. I realize how much, um, like even when we have the things that we are grateful for, how much we lose ourselves into the things that we've always wanted. So an example would be like if we were always praying for that job or always praying for that guy or praying for whatever that case may be and then you obtain it and you're thankful that you've obtained this but now you're so consumed that you're blinded you know Girl. now you're so consumed that like you're not even giving yourself an, an opportunity to just like flee because that's what has happened with me like if if I like when I pray for certain things I realize a lot of times that even when I pray they're very big like all Mm -hmm. the things I pray for are very big and I don't always think like to myself that oh that it's attainable right now but then when they happen I'm so like consumed with the process of work that I'm not like giving myself time to do the very things that we've talked about in the past where it's like my meditation, my affirmations, my uh, like sleep, just mm-hmm. sleep in general. So it's been really interesting for me to, to do this practice where some days I wake up and um, I just purposely will not touch my phone or I have purposely not been on Instagram for like three months. And a part of me has felt like, oh man, like I'm not as active on social media as I 
once was, or I'm not as active on my YouTube as I once was. But then for me, for me, it's almost like I get these confirmations where on my YouTube channel, I'll have like a period where it'll be like an increase in subscribers to the channel, even though there's nothing being on there. And so it's like almost a confirmation for me that God is saying, okay, you're not doing it right now, but just know that this is your season of rest. This is your season of mental work. This is your season of gaining back your confidence. And then what you can do is in this time, write down and learn from those moments when you weren't 100% prepared with either a, a strategy or a plan, you now can go into this having clarity about what it is you're going to achieve in this next season. And so for me, it's been very much meticulous work of planning exactly what it is that I want for the next season, exactly what that vision is going to look like mm. so that when I get into it, I'm not thrown off of my game. You know, I don't lose my relationship with God. I don't lose the relationship with myself. Shit. Like I don't, I don't <laughs> lose. It's more along the lines of like me and God are hand in hand. And I also have myself, you know, I don't have to worry about anything exterior or mm -hmm. look to the left to the right it's just like i'm laser focused on whatever it is yes that tunnel vision yeah 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 i think what what you just touched on is so important because it's like it's like making it a lifestyle thing like it's not right. just something you're doing in a season for a moment to get a thing it's just like i am doing this so that i am prepared indefinitely so and of course we have our moments where we might fall off track but it's like when that thing comes or that next season comes or that next layer of life or next level of life comes it's like you have been consistently walking with god this whole time building this absolutely self this whole time that once you get there it's just it's almost as if nothing has changed like maybe your work mm, will yep increase but you have that awareness that this is what is sustaining me like I am depending on these different practices in this connection that I have with God to maintain me so I'm not going to let that drop just because the job or the relationship or whatever has come into fruition now the career like it's like I'm not going to allow that to pull me off course you know Absolutely. And it for a moment it's like having that awareness that okay I have to go back to that because this is how I got here and this is how I get yeah. to level. Um, yeah. When I think of the word humble, just how you and Erica described it, that is my definition, like, in my mind of remaining humble is maintaining that relationship with God and that, that normalcy and that routine where it, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel foreign. Right. And I, um, I also wanted to... Um, you know, piggyback on what Tima was saying about, you know, it being a lifestyle change. Like we just mm -hmm. had that conversation of literally that's how you break the cycle um, of ending back in this waiting season so frequently. Um, there's still so much more pieces that we have to gather and things that we have to learn. And it's like when we do when God finds us like straying away, 
you know, he pulls us back into this waiting season because there's obviously something else. Like there's another piece that we have to learn. Like there's another thing that we have to gather from it. So it's like, you know, like what Erica said, taking that time to really take a look at what happened during that previous season, like the things that exhausted you um, Mm -hmm. and really just taking time to say, okay, I've learned from this. So next time, like when I exit this waiting season, like these are the things that I know that I have to implement and sticking to that consistently. Yeah. So this brings me to my next question around um, how do you, like, what are some practical ways? I feel like we mentioned a few, but I would love <clears throat> to share some practical ways that once you, you know, you're, you realize I'm in this waiting season and I'm realizing that in this season, I'm supposed to be preparing and really focusing on like my, my relationship with self, but also like my relationship with God. How do you then, um, how do you spend time with God or how do you get to a point where you're able to get that clarity? Like Erica, you talked about like, you know, listening and getting clarity of what your next step is and preparing for that. And I feel like I'm also in a very similar season where like I'm at that point where I've gotten that clear confirmation of like, this is what you need to focus on next. And now I'm like, okay, let me focus on this thing. Um, But how do you get there for the person that may be in that waiting season? Like, how do you get to that point? what has been been listening to my body and noticing what brings my body or what resonates well because even in this last week like coming in contact with certain people or having certain requests requested of me if I found myself being like a little bit um, anxious a little bit upset or uh, just tired from the thought of it I don't do it and I rest I'll spend that time doing something creative and uh, harnessing that energy, Um, like painting or journaling or getting back and watching videos in the past that have motivated me. Um, But other than that, I feel like it's going to be different for every person because you have to, like I said, you have to, you have to figure out what resonates in your body and, uh, and then move from there. I think it, Miriam, remember Fatima, Miriam, she was talking about like just doing things that cleanse your body, either going to get some sort of treatment like a massage or something like working on your nervous system. Those things too resonate heavily with like just gaining back your strength to move forward in those seasons of preparation. Um, something I want to add to that is, um, in addition to like the physical stuff, I think for me, it's been um, a lot of my preparation has been, or a lot of me getting clarity has been through <coughs> setting boundaries. Um, like, I know sometimes we we don't realize that like, or some people don't realize that that is a part of self-care, but that's like a huge part of like self-care and like getting back in tune with yourself is is if you're noticing that you you can't even feel your own energy because you've been wrapped up in other people's energy for so long, whether it be your friends mm. or partners or 
work or anything just like really just doing a scan of your life and saying like okay if I'm not feeling my best I'm not feeling connected to God do I even can I even recognize what is my feelings and what's not my feelings or is it just like everything's just all kind of wrapped up into one because you've been so consumed with the things around you that you literally can't even feel your own like as Miriam says, home frequency. Like you can't even feel yes. what what do I normally feel like right now? Um, and I think for me, that is like one of the first indicators that something's out of alignment where I'm like, I don't know what it is, but I just don't feel like myself. Or I don't feel present. When I notice myself not feeling present, I'm just like- Oh my gosh, yes. Um, and I from, from there, that's when I, I figure out, okay, what is it that I need? Like I have- a self-care checklist that I've created um and maybe I'll like share that as like a pdf or something if you guys want to just like download it as a reference point but I just have like a self-care checklist that is just a bunch of items and I at the top of it it says which of these do I need today and it's almost like I'm giving myself a little prescription and I choose mm. whichever one of whichever dose I need so it ranges from prayer meditation um bible study reading a devotional um calling a friend, crying, going for a walk, like literally it's just a list of things. And I just choose whichever ones I feel like I need in that day. Um, but that's some of, that's, those are some of the ways that I feel like I am able to get back to that point of having clarity. It's like first checking in with myself and then figuring out what I need. Like, is it a physical thing that I need, like a massage or like something like Erica mentioned, or is it like a spiritual thing that I need? Um, but yeah, those are some of the things that I feel like helps me get to that point. That's so good. I think that was the first one. Yeah. Because that was good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to, um, I was going to share my experience last week, Cecily and Fatima, you know, I was like feeling extremely exhausted and I could not figure out why I was like, there's nothing going on with me physically that would explain to me why I'm so tired. I was taking multiple naps a day. Um, going to bed fairly early and then waking up fairly late, still feeling tired and exhausted. Um, eventually that passed. And then I was able to sort of just focus on, um, like Fatima said, like, what do I need today? Do I want to do a facial? Do I, I felt like doing my nails. So I did my nails, felt like doing my eyelashes. So I did my eyelashes and all of that worked for a couple of days. And then eventually I just sort of spiritually crashed mm. and turns out what I really needed was to just sit and have a vulnerable conversation with God. And, um, you know, talking to Fatima and Cecil, you guys helped me realize that's what it was that I needed. And sometimes I feel like I know that, but you know, I don't, I don't enjoy be, I have a problem being vulnerable anyway. So it was hard for me to accept that, okay, this is, this, this is what you need right now. And that was one of the things that I did. I literally just sat, I spoke to God, I cried my little heart out, and then I felt fell asleep. <laughs> like I just <laughs> fell asleep. But the next day I felt so much better. So much better. So sometimes like it really is just like Fatima said, just sitting down and honing in on on what it is that your body needs, that your spirit needs. Um and the other thing that I wanted to mention was human design. 
So we know, well, I don't know if you know, do you, are you aware of human design, Erica? I feel like we've spoken about it before, but go ahead, touch on it again. Cause mm -hmm. I'm listening, I'm in class. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause um, Fatima made me think of it because she mentioned about, um, you know, you're so, you're carrying so many different energies around that are not yours that don't belong to you, that sometimes you just need to quiet, silence, remove yourself and refocus on, on what are your feelings and what are not your feelings. And in human design, I'm a reflector and reflectors don't have any of their own energy. They literally take energy from everybody else and reflect it back to them. And so the best thing for reflectors to do is sit and be alone. <laughs> be alone like an hour or so before sleep, nap, take walks, be like literally separate themselves from people. Um, so that was one of the things that I wanted to mention. It's good to know also your human design so that you can focus on, refocus on your own energy. Okay, well, I don't, I'm not 100% familiar with that. So mm -hmm. you guys at least share with other people who are like me who don't, no, like where can we obtain that information? Is that something that I can just Google or? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so you can Google it. Just go on Google and you can type in human design chart. Um, it's pretty much the same information that you would use to search your natal chart. So place and time of birth um, is what you need to look up your human design chart. And there are, I think, five different types. So there's manifestors manifesting generators, generators, projectors, and then reflectors. And it's really just a, a guide to how to best maneuver. I it's a blueprint. It, yeah. It's like it's, a, your life blueprint, basically. Yes. And it's funny because I feel like since we're talking about the waiting period and one of the um, strategies for projectors, which is Cecily and Fatima, is waiting for the invitation. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that is your strategy, actually. Your, your main right. strategy is waiting for the invitation. So, once you find out, Erica, which human design you are, it'll tell you what your strategy is. There's so many other things that go into your chart as well, other than just the five main types, but um, each type has a strategy to best allow you to manifest and uh, maintain your, your own energy is cool. I feel like we should do a podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we totally should. Because there's so much in that to unpack. Um, and mm -hmm. also I'll preface that to Erica and to anyone else that might be listening that does decide to look it up, that it is a lot of information. And yeah. when you first see it, you're probably going to be like, what the hell is this? Like, you're going to have that reaction. <laughs> all had that reaction. So I just want to, like, give you a disclaimer that that is going to be normal. That's a normal response. Um, but the way that I, I found some articles that described it as almost as, like, horoscopes on steroids or like yes I also think it reminds me a lot of the Myers-Briggs personality test like where you figure out if you're INFJ or whatever like it, it the way I use it is kind of as like like a guide but you know what I think would be really interesting to talk about how how you use human design from the lens of um collaborating with God because yes. that's what I'm all Ooh. about like, I, think, I think this 
I think it's awesome that mm-hmm. there's this, this human design and there's this chart, but like, that's not my sense of truth. It's just like, this yeah. is it's just like with horoscopes. It's like, I see it and I'm like, okay, this gives me a direction, but like God is where I go for my real direction. So yes. like, I'm always filtering it through that in a way. Um, so I would love, I would definitely love to extend the conversation and talk about that in the future, but just a warning, if you look it up, I'm going to be a little confused, but it is very interesting. Um, and it gives you a, a little, insight. <laughs> <laughs> not a little, you're going to be a lot of confused. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> I'm going to do that today. I'll keep you guys posted on what I find. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited to know what you are. Yes, Me too. I feel like I feel like she's a projector. I I, Ooh, I agree. I get projector vibes too. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. We will see. Um, so, uh, Cecily, did you want to share anything on that last point about spending time with God and hearing from God in in your preparation waiting season? Um, I definitely. I feel like you guys touched on a lot of it with. Um, self-care and boundaries. Um, I know that those are huge points for me. Like I, um, like I know those are some of the practices that help me to get realigned with God um, because you have to create those boundaries so that you have the time and the energy to um, connect with God. Cause like you guys said, it's like we spend so much of our energy um, doing so many other things and even at times when it doesn't seem logical. Um, I'll share my experience, but when I felt like I was re-entering this waiting season and I um, I felt like I needed to spend more time with God, with my family, um, and with myself, I was working full-time at my job and I had cut down a few hours and I was like, okay, this will give me a little more time, you know, to myself, with my family, with God. And it wasn't enough. And I went down to part-time and still it wasn't enough. And I, um, I actually recently cut my hours to where I'm like, I'm working part-time. I'm only working three to four days out of the week. and it's like the amount of energy that I have. Um, it's like, it's amazing. Um, because like Chesney was saying, like, I'm not an energy type. So like, I get exhausted very fast. And at my job, since I work with people all day, it's like, I'm absorbing so many different energies to where I come home. And I'm so exhausted that like, I can do nothing else. I can't pay any attention to like the creative part of me. I can't pay. Um, Not that I can't pay attention, but it's much harder for me to pay attention to um, doing devotionals and listening to sermons or spending time with God. Um, It's a lot harder for me to connect with my son. So it was like, it didn't make sense as to why I felt like God was taking such a huge chunk out of my work life. But now looking back on it, like, it totally makes sense because it was exhausting me in a way that God was like, this is not for you. Um, So I definitely, you know, can relate to having to set boundaries, even when it doesn't seem logical 
to anybody else because people at my job was like, girl, what are you doing? Like, you, you're barely working. Um, and even my parents are like, well, you know, if you go to work more, like, you'll have more money. But I'm just like, that's, that's not what God wants me to do right now. So um, I feel like not just hearing the clarity, but also, um, how do I say this? But also listening to it. Yes, and implementing it. Um, Because it's one thing to hear it, but to actually implement it is another thing. Girl, you just, you just <laughs> my whole spirit because yes. literally um, when I was at, it was either Thursday night service or Sunday service, but the scripture that we studied, I don't remember exactly which one, but it was about not just being hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Mm, yes. What you just described. Like, I think that applies to like the actual word, like as Christians, like if you are a Christian, like reading the word and actually applying it but also like when you are hearing God tell you to do something when you're hearing God say this is what I need you to do this is what I need you not to do this is the boundary I need you to set like when you have that conviction in your spirit actually doing it is so huge so so huge yeah no matter how afraid you are no matter how people are looking at you from the outside like once you hear that confirmation from God, like that's your job to take that step and actually doing it. Right. Yeah. That makes me think of a, a like a small conversation that we had on our last podcast, but it goes back to like your self confidence and just knowing that like having God like confidence will drive you to not even have those or make those fear based decisions where you can just go forward with setting any boundary making any decision and not really caring about your surroundings, you know, like just doing whatever you need to do so that you can get to your next place. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, ladies, I think there's so many other conversations I would love to have off of this, but that would extend this podcast (laughs) to like two. (laughs) Um, but I think we could definitely have some follow-up conversations. Of course. Um, I think for sure around like boundaries, because that's come up a lot during mm-hmm. this conversation. Um, but I would love to maybe as close by sharing um, maybe like one piece of advice to help anyone that feel like they're in a waiting season or maybe they feel like you know they're struggling in this waiting season um Mm -hmm. one thing one piece of advice that you can offer that has helped you in this process um my advice would be um your mindset on it uh don't view it as a punishment and don't view it as a task. Like literally in my waiting season, I view it as a chance for me to explore and to play and to reconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, my advice or my recommendation, because this is something that I, I learned in my experience recently, is just taking a moment to stop, breathe, and be gentle with yourself be that maternal instinct or that mother to yourself that's rubbing your back and saying just breathe it's okay 
you don't have to do, 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 do. Sometimes you really just need to stop. Back off of that, I feel the same way. And then I think I'm gonna add just um, getting outside of your comfort zone. Cause I feel like sometimes when we are manifesting the bigger things that we need to, or trying to achieve the greater things that we want in our lives, those things, our mindsets can hold us back. So in your levels of, in your time or your levels of exploration, doing something that changes the course or pattern of your neuron system, like doing something that you've never done before, like going to a museum or uh, learning how to use a camera, taking pictures or going for a walk. They could be really simple things, but those little things can change the way that your mind is move forward in your next season oh my gosh this is such these are such great suggestions um the one that i would add is to reflect on what you prayed for and i think that kind of ties into what says about your mindset right like i think somebody even mentioned it earlier but a lot of the times the waiting season that we're in is a reflection of something that we actually asked for um mm-hmm. that's what it takes to get us to that thing that we are asking for yep but I would encourage you to you know reflect on what did I pray for before this season showed up um and is this something that I can view as a step in that direction if I look at it from a different perspective so I hope that um you all enjoy this episode and took some notes because <laughs> I feel like we should. <laughs> um, but thank you, ladies, so much for joining me for this podcast. And before we close, can you just each share where we can find you online, where people can stay in touch and learn more information about the work that you're doing? Um, my Instagram is at underscore boho hippie lover hippie is spelled h-i-p-p-i-e um i am currently not on social media right now um also i didn't mention during my waiting seasons i tend to take a social media cleanse Mm -hmm. Um, so i am currently not on any social medias um but that is my instagram um, I am on Instagram at Chesney Kane. That's at C H E S N E C A I N. Um, yeah, you can follow me on there. I love interacting with people on Instagram sometimes, especially new people. But go ahead and follow. Same Instagram at Erica Appleby. I C A A P P L E B Y. And um, on YouTube, uh, you guys can search my name or Everything Lux. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining. Thank you for listening. Um, Feel free to um, reach out to us to let us know if you like this episode. And as always, I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.